Welcome to Pure Nonfiction, the podcast interviewing documentary filmmakers. I'm your host, Tom Powers. A few weeks ago, we concluded season one with episode 17. Now I want to give you a preview of what's ahead in season two. Throughout September, we're going to take a deep dive into the documentaries at the Toronto International Film Festival, also known as TIFF. This is my 11th year as TIFF's documentary programmer. I spent the past several months watching hundreds of film submissions to curate a few dozen that stood out. In the coming weeks, we'll be joined by several of those filmmakers talking about their new works. In our next episode 18, I look at music documentaries at TIFF. We'll hear about a new film biography of the great jazz saxophonist John Coltrane. The film is called Chasing Train. Its director, John Scheinfeld, tells us about making a discovery. I love the treasure hunting aspect of, of making a documentary. And I was in Hackensack, New Jersey, and I was in the home of Chuck Stewart, who is a world-class photographer. He's 88 years old now. And he photographed Coltrane more than anyone. He has a million negatives at, in this house. I didn't want just the, the 10 or 12 iconic shots of Coltrane. I wanted to see his negatives and his contact sheets. Uh, so we, we could include a, a lot of rare shots. And I, I had this viewfinder in my eye and I'm going through these contact sheets. And, and I must have said something like, oh shit. And my line producer, Dave Harding, was sitting next to me. He says, what? And I said, look at this photograph. And he looked at it. He said, it's like Coltrane and some guy in the studio. And I said, yeah, but look at what the guy is holding in his hand. And it was a Super 8 movie camera. The following week on episode 19, I'll discuss TIFF documentaries about crime and justice. We'll hear from Steve James, best known for films like Hoop Dreams and Life Itself. His new documentary is called Abacus, Small Enough to Jail. He follows the trial of a family-owned bank in New York's Chinatown. After the 2008 financial meltdown, the Abacus Bank was singled out for prosecution while bigger banks went untouched. Steve James explains the stakes for the Sun family that started Abacus. If they are found guilty, they run a very serious risk of the bank going out of business. And not only if the bank goes out of business is that bad for them as a family, because it's their enterprise, their livelihood, it's bad for the community, uh, of Chinatown community, of which they have been such an integral part all these years. And then, from our point of view, there are also these even greater stakes about questions about justice in America and about um, who gets justice in America and, and who goes on trial in America. And that takes us back to the, the kind of larger questions about the big banks versus a small community bank in Chinatown. In episode 20, a focus on women directors premiering new documentaries at TIFF. One of those films is Karl Marx City that takes a personal perspective on what it means to live in a surveillance state. Filmmaker Petra Epperlein grew up in East Germany and was in her early 20s when the Berlin Wall came down. Petra tells me about trying to solve a family mystery with her film. So in the early 90s, after the wall came down, uh, my father received a series of anonymous letters accusing him of having worked for the Stasi, the secret police of East Germany. So this is one, this is a really serious, terrible accusation, which you can impose upon an East German 
And But my father never did anything about it. He never, of course, we all assumed that's just hot air, but nothing was ever done. And the goal was basically to go into the archives of the Stasi and try to find out if there's any substance to these accusations. I couldn't ask my father himself anymore because by the time I learned about the existence of the letters, he had already committed suicide. If you want to hear more from these filmmakers, you won't have long to wait. Season 2 starts with episode 18 on Thursday, September 1st, just before Labor Day weekend. And then we'll upload new episodes every Thursday. As part of our extensive coverage of the Toronto International Film Festival, I'm happy to report that Pure Nonfiction will join the TIFF Podcast Network. We're grateful for their support. We hope you'll spread the word about Pure Nonfiction on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and a new Instagram stream, all at Pure Nonfiction. I'm Tom Powers. You can follow me on Twitter at T-H-O-M Powers. I'll be tweeting lots of photos, articles, and insider bits in the coming weeks from TIFF. I want to thank Doug Cross Design for refreshing the look of our website. If you want to sign up for our newsletter or listen to past episodes, go to purenonfiction.net.